The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And good Sunday morning to everyone out there. This is Your Life, Your Money. I'm Chris Creston, joined by Kelvin, the money guide here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we talk about all of the things that have to do with uh, your money life and your life and how those things intersect and uh, some things that you may not know and some things that uh, you may have heard about from other people. And we try to dispel any myths or rumors or innuendo or some of your fears that you might have about something, some trepidation around certain products and items and things that you need for your finances. And uh, that's one of the things we're going to be talking about here on uh, what was kind of a gloomy Sunday morning <laughs> here. You know, we kind of had spoiled by some good weather uh, yesterday. Kelvin, how are yeah. you doing? Did you get any golf in this week? Yeah, good morning, Chris. Yeah, actually, we're going to go today after the show. <laughs> Okay, well, ho- hopefully it's a little, it's dry enough it's, for you. Yeah, it's where I am. It's It was drizzling this morning, but uh, it looks like it's clearing up, so we'll see. A good little rain is good. We're not going to melt, so we're good. That's it. You're, you're you're definitely a golf lover if you're, you're <laughs> if you're saying that, because that's the thing. You know, the casual golfer is probably like, can I cancel it? But uh, yeah. the the avid golfer is like, no, rain or shine, whatever it is, well, we're fine. We well, <laughs> well, I go with my buddies to drink a beer too, and. Exactly. And there's only so many things we can do right now. I know I was talking to uh, the concierge in my building because I've run out of people to talk to in my life. And they, <laughs> and he was, no, he's a really nice guy. We've got a really great staff working in my building. But when uh, I always get caught in long conversations because, you know, we're chatting, comparing notes about things. And he was saying, oh, there's so many people in the park yesterday. Like they got nowhere else to go. To go. And there's I not know. very many things to do. And so thanks, you know, of all the choice of things that you do, you've decided to uh, join us here on Your Life, Your Money, and we thank you for sharing part of your Sunday morning with us. Uh, before we dig a little bit more into the topic today, uh, let's throw out uh, some information if you need to reach Kelvin, if you want to reach Kelvin, if you want to hold on to it for a rainy day, and uh, <laughs> you're thinking maybe you, you're you're going to you're going to need an advisor soon. We might give you some new reasons to need an advisor today, but you can visit his website askkelvin.ca. That's ask k e l v i n.ca and you can call him anytime 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN and I'll throw out the number a little later on where you can get a hold of Kelvin on the air here today. Uh, you know, Kelvin, we were talking, I was just mentioning reasons that you might need an advisor just mm-hmm. before the show. We were talking about how, you know, a lot of people think about their financial advisor as someone to help them with the stock market, help them right. maybe with some retirement savings and things like that. But there's other things that a financial advisor can help you with. Yeah. When you ask people, you know, a question about, you know, what does a financial advisor do? And many times they'll say, well, they help me guide me through the stock markets. And that's about it. But we go beyond that. Um, what I find is, you know, what if something happens to you between now and the next 20 years, meaning, you know, or your spouse or something. So death, maybe stroke, cancer, or heart attack, health issues. So we never, we never really cover health issues because I think it's a, one of those things we don't, we don't talk about or we don't we don't want to talk about because it's like doing a will you know when people 
when you say, you know, you should go do a will, I think we associate it with death, with dying. That's something that happens. It's like life insurance and critical illness. Life insurance is a topic today that we're going to talk about. Why, you know, why you need it, uh, what kind you need to buy, and how you're going to pay for it. Life insurance is a pillar of financial planning, and we don't realize it. Most wealthy people, actually not most, all wealthy people, have some form of life insurance, either for estate planning or protection if they die and they don't, you know, to support their family or whatever. But we don't think about that. And, and I think maybe it's because life insurance, we think of life insurance as um, like, a, like a used car salesman, like life insurance right. agents sell me an insurance because they want to make commissions, right? Uh, you know, it's like that uh, character from Groundhog Day. You know, a lot of people probably associate uh, life insurance with that character when he runs into his old buddy on the street, Ned Ryerson. And, uh, and he's trying to sell him some insurance right. and he's thinking, you know what, that's not, uh, you know, the people think, well, I don't want this fast talking salesman selling me life insurance. So they don't know who to go to, to talk about it. They think, well, if I call the insurance company, of course, they're going to throw something at me that I right. don't need more than I need. They're trying to cheat me all this stuff, which is probably not true, but you know, mm. if you've got a financial advisor on your side, you've got someone who can help you navigate that purchase as well. Yeah, what what I find is most people buy life insurance from a friend or a family member. And many times they're afraid to, uh, after they enter the policy, they're afraid to cancel it because they don't want to cause conflicts at Christmas time or Easter or whatever. And they don't, and they, many times they bought the wrong type. So not, not that it's wrong that they bought it from a friend or family member, but you really need to, in, in fact, any money thing that you do, never deal with a friend or family member because who are you going to get mad at if something goes wrong right when you deal with an independent advisor well you can be really mad with them all the time you know what i mean <laughs> so make them the punching bag <laughs> yeah yeah so it, it's something that we uh that so people people don't buy life insurance it's sold to them right right so we really need to have an you know we should People that are listening, grab their policy. You know how I always say we never look at our investment statements until mm -hmm. the end of the year or something like that? Same yeah, thing I, with I life I looked insurance. at mine for the first time this year <laughs> uh, as I was planning and preparing my taxes. And it says, well, I thought, well, geez, I haven't seen this. My, oh, hello, old friend. I haven't <laughs> seen you for a year. <laughs> right. Same thing with your life insurance policy. You should go and grab it, you know, this weekend and pull it out. And have a look at it and see what kind of coverage you have, how much you're paying. Did you buy, um, you know, I said we're going to talk about what type of insurance. Did you buy a whole life? Did you buy a term insurance? And I'll explain the difference in a bit. Uh, how much am I paying? Did I shop around? Maybe premiums have changed. Maybe when I bought it, it was, you know, so much. Now maybe it's gone down. I don't know. Maybe I don't have the right type. Um, why did I buy it? One thing, one common thing I find with, uh, with life insurance is when we all have a mortgage, most people have a mortgage, and when they get their mortgage, uh, the bank always says to them in passing, yeah, we're going we're gonna to sell you, you know, you're going to buy some life insurance to cover the mortgage in case you die, which is what you should do. And interestingly enough, there's nothing called mortgage insurance. 
it's a life insurance, but the bank coined it. Mortgage insurance has their own terminology to let people think, my gosh, I better buy this in case I die. And the problem with mortgage insurance is that the underwriting is done after. So for example, you die, one of spouse dies. That's when they do the underwriting to say, you know, man, you know, you have cancer, you have some type of, um, that we shouldn't have given you the policy. And many times, and there's lots of cases like that. How can they do that? <laughs> yeah, that's so, the way it's done. Yeah. So they're doing when it you after buy the fact, a, so they can come up the with, the, they, can, they can reverse engineer the reason why they shouldn't pay you out. Right. When you, another reason with the, with the mortgage insurance is that, you know, say you have a $500,000 mortgage and your mortgage rate is under 3%, which most mortgages are now, right? And one spouse passes away, well, the bank, guess what they do? They pay off the mortgage because they're insuring themselves and not insuring you. Wouldn't you like to get the $500,000, invest it, make 5% and use the profits to pay down the mortgage? Now you have your money, now you have your cake and eat it too. You have your money working for you and you're paying down your mortgage. So those are some of the little things that, we, in fact, anyone that's listening, if you have mortgage insurance, call your advisor and, and don't cancel it, but call your advisor and have them to do a quote for you and see what it costs and do it that way. So insure yourself, don't insure the bank. It's like when people buy investments, they buy a GIC. You know, don't buy the bank's product, buy the bank's stocks because you'll do much better. So we really need to think about what we do and how we buy this life insurance. Life insurance is really a peace of mind. Um, so that if something happens, you know, we insure everything. We insure our cars, we insure our homes, but many people don't insure themselves they're, they're, because, you know, we're not going to die, right? And that's right, one exactly. of the things. Yeah. We're invincible. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of uh, the decisions that we make around life insurance, mortgage insurance, all this stuff is all sort of based around when you're young and you're dumb and you think that you're invincible. You've got a lot of racetrack ahead of you mm -hmm. and you think you're fine. Yeah. And speaking of racetrack, you buy auto insurance and driver's insurance. Why? Because they make you do it. You're not going to mm -hmm. be able to drive if you don't. So they force you into that. They force you into that decision. Whereas life insurance, no one's holding a gun to your head. No one's forcing you to buy it. And right. maybe you wind up not buying it until it's too late or you're not buying it and you're not, you're paying too much for it, or you're not mm -hmm. making the right decision on it. You know what we make, we take longer picking out our cable package, picking out <laughs> the, the, all the tricks we want in our new yeah, car. Yeah. Like those are like obviously nice things to have and we enjoy having them, but we don't uh, take that much time to we, sit down and understand right. the insurance products that we have and life insurance. Like right. you said, Kelvin is a pillar of financial planning. We'll dig a little bit more into why that is the right products to buy and how to shop for the right uh, health insurance and even critical injury insurance is something we'll talk about a little bit later on in the show as well. You could always visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N ca. Stay tuned to Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money. I am Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. Don't forget you can always... 
You can always uh, check out Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. You can call him after the show at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And uh, last segment, we were talking about life insurance and talking about uh, sort of a bit of a table setting for a longer conversation that we're going to continue having here about life insurance and uh, insurance in general as we uh, also delve into critical injury, critical illness insurance, and how that can help you with your financial planning and help you with some peace of mind. We've got Michael calling us here in Whitby, and uh, Michael wants to know at uh, sort of uh, at the stage of life that he's in, uh, what kind of insurance he should buy. Michael, thanks for calling. Let's, uh, maybe you can probably ask the question more specifically than I can lay it out. Thanks uh, very much for uh, joining us here on Your Life, Your Money. What's the question for Kelvin? Hey, years old. I have, I have no dependents. Therefore, so you I said you were how old? 60. Right. 60. And 6-0. Good. Got it. Okay, so you're not just getting your driver's <laughs> license. Uh, you're a little bit older yeah, than that. I, I'm 60 years old, and as I say, I have no dependents, so I have, uh, with my first advisor, you know, he recommended and I agreed that life insurance isn't really required. So my question right. is more specifically around health insurance. Again, I'm 60 years old. I'm a healthy person. However, Mm -hmm. I live a very unhealthy lifestyle. So (laughs) I'm anticipating in the future that I'm going to have some medical issues. And I guess that's my greatest concern. Um, I don't like paying for insurance, and uh, but I find myself neglecting health care, such as dental. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I only have like one prescription that you know, so anyway, I'm pretty healthy. So my question to you is, should I be investing in health insurance? Again, I've been smoking for 40 years, right. that type <laughs> of thing. Yeah, well, you know, when you turn 65 in Ontario, OHIP covers a lot of things. So maybe you want to talk to your advisor and look at what they cover. And maybe purchase, a, uh, I, I would say, the, I don't like to talk about companies and so on, but Blue Cross seems to be the best way for most people to go because you can pick and choose what's important to you. So for example, if eyeglasses or dental or whatever you wish is important to you, pick and choose those. And it seems that's the best and the most cost efficient way to go. Yeah, you don't need life insurance. Um, you're single, you don't have dependents, your your advisor is right. You, you don't, it's a waste of money for you in your case. But look into Blue Cross. All right. Uh, well, again, I, I respect that opinion, and I, I ask you for it because you know you deal with people my age and older, mm-hmm. and would yes. have experience in regards to once we get into this age bracket. Am I anticipating mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get lots of prescriptions? And I mean, yeah. as I said earlier, I resent that I don't take advantage of even <laughs> like the teeth cleaning because I just can't pay them a hundred and fifty yeah. bucks to clean my teeth, right? Yeah, yeah. Look into Blue Cross, and you might find that um, you know it's cheaper than you think. So, all right. Uh, well, thanks. excellent. Thanks for your time, brother. All right. Thanks for the thanks for the call. Have a nice day. You too. Bye. Thank you so much for calling today, Michael. Really appreciate that question. There's probably a lot of other people out there in a similar mm-hmm. situation. That's why we love getting calls here on the air because you know for every you know for every caller who calls in, there's at least ten people out there listening in the to same, us who have got yeah, the same yeah. who are in the same boat. 
Um, yeah. I don't want to preach to you, Michael, but your health may improve if you quit smoking. But that's just <laughs> something I think you already know that. I don't yeah, need to yeah. tell you that. But, yeah. uh, you know, uh, the health insurance, obviously, a, a big part of that, uh, you know, your yeah. finances. Mm. And when the people don't have dependents, you might not need that. Uh, you you don't need insurance. it. No. Yeah, you don't need it. I mean, one of the reasons we buy life insurance is to pay filed expenses. We don't want to burden our loved ones with, um, you know, with all this stuff we need to pay, right? So that's one of the reasons people buy life insurance to pay their final expenses of whatever it may be. Um, another reason people buy it is to cover children's expenses, um, you know, things that they that they do and so on, which is really not a biggie, that one. The one other one is uh, important is to replace a spouse's income. Many times at work, uh, if we have a plan, typically the work coverage is about two times, three times your income. The problem there is that if ever you get fired or you leave the job, there's no insurance. Right. So I think you want to buy life insurance to cover if someone, if one spouse is, passes away to cover that, that, you know what I mean? Um, paying yeah, off you know, debt. Our entire lifestyle, our entire yeah. lifestyle is based around the two spouse income, which income. is uh, basically yeah. what the average person has. You're planning what's what the kids are going to yeah. do. You're planning the kids' education and everything. You're uh, still paying the mortgage, everything that's based on that mm -hmm. two spouse income. And then if you don't have that life insurance separate from work, and you're not, you're not, you don't have that guarantee of well, coverage in the event that you well, lose your spouse. Well, let's say you get fired today and you walk out the door and you get hit by a bus. Well, there you go. You know what I mean? So, so you really, it's like everything we talk about, Chris, in these shows. It's all, it's always about planning forward, not backwards. So, do we need life insurance? I don't know. Maybe you don't need it. And one other reason we need to buy life insurance is to pay off maybe a debt. Maybe you got a big, I don't know, line of credit or credit card debt or whatever. So you don't unburden people. You know, life insurance is something when someone dies, you wish you had more of. But when you're buying it, you look at saying, oh, my gosh, I don't want to pay all that money because I'll never get it. So it's one of those things that we need to think about. One of the biggest reasons people should buy life insurance is to cover estate taxes. So for example, many people, you know, over the last 10 years have been buying homes, like, you know, rental properties and so on. And they'll probably keep it for a long time or people that have cottages. Well, one day so you're going to have to pay the capital gains tax. So why don't you look at where you are today? and maybe buy what they call a joint last-to-die insurance policy. So the premiums are cheaper, and the coverage pays out when, you, when the last spouse dies, and really what it's for is to cover the estate. So it's more of like an estate planning tool, life insurance. So, so that's what I would look at, is something like that. So those are the reasons why people need to buy life insurance, to pay final expenses, cover children's expenses, replace a spouse's income, pay off debt, and more importantly, to fend off estate tax. So the right. question is... This is probably the last one that people think about in general. They're yeah. probably thinking more yeah. about covering those costs and paying off debt.
but that uh, estate tax, you know, t- taxes come up in everything, right? That's a constant. Yeah. You know, well, what do they say? The constant, the two constants in life are death and taxes, and, and taxes. that's what we're talking about here, right? Because that's, that's what life insurance is covering. It covers both of those things, right? So you never mm-hmm. have to worry about it. it. Everything costs money in life. Like nothing is free. Okay, so you have to look at your pocketbook and say, what can I afford? Many times for older people that have cottages and going to face, you know, big, hefty um, estate planning tax when they pass away, when the last spouse passes away, maybe you want to fund it from your RSP. Maybe you want to take the money out of your RSP because you have to pay the tax anyways and see what it costs for a life insurance and go from there and do the math. You know, if you're in your 50s or 60s, it might be worth your while to take profits from TFSA, maybe RSP, pay a little bit of the tax today and fund your life insurance. And we don't we don't really give it a lot of thought. Like as financial advisors, we grew up on one side of the business. We either grew up on the insurance side or the mutual fund side. And that's what we know. But I think as we move on into the future, we need to encom- we need to take a holistic approach as an advisor and look at people's lives not just stock markets, but what happens after? And how do we preserve the estate? And how do we pass it to the next generation if that's what we want to do? So like I said at the beginning of the show, many wealthy people, all wealthy people, buy some type of life insurance. There's two types, really. There's a whole life and a term. So term insurance is like renting. Um, You buy it for a specific period of time. And after that, it disappears. So you have to look at your own personal circumstances and see, you know, where you, where you are. Um, whole life insurance is the Cadillac. It's like the Mercedes, the Cadillac of insurance, um, where they have all kinds of things built into it. Some lot of lot of stuff. It's like buying a car today. You get you buy the top of the line car, and you have all kinds of gadgets, but you might never use it. So maybe you, when you buy your life insurance, you have to you have to figure out the reason why am I buying it? Am I buying it for a specific reason? Am I buying it for to grow um, money tax free? What am I doing with it? And more importantly, is what's the cost? Um, some people I see are it's really bizarre, you know. Some people that I see have too much insurance, and some people have not enough, and wow. and some of them don't know why they bought it. So it's unbelievable. <laughs> and that goes back to what you were saying before, Kelvin, about how, you know, insurance is sold to you. You don't buy it. You don't shop for it. You're not looking into the different bells yeah. and whistles and the different products that you want um, and the different features that you want. You don't know mm-hmm. how much you should be buying. You don't know whether you want that whole life or whether you want that term. You just find yourself with this policy all of a sudden and you mm-hmm. think, well, I, I've got it. That gives you some peace of mind, but you, you'd hate to not have enough, like you said, and you'd hate to have too much, too, because you're paying too much for that. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, if we knew what was going to happen in the future, 20, 30, 40 years from now, you know, we can, we can say, okay, I'm not going to buy it or whatever, or I'm going to buy it, I'm going to load up on a lot of insurance, mm-hmm. right? So it all, it's an individual choice. I think what happened is uh, people think life insurance is a big scam. And I think it's always been like that, you know. Um, You always hear about these things where you see movies or shows and life insurance um, is a big scam. Remember Groundhog Day when his buddy was 
self-insurance and he's yeah. trying to get away from <laughs> I think that's what we think. <laughs> exactly. I think they, they nailed down exactly what people think about insurance in that moment in yeah. that movie. And, and it's, it's basically hard to shake that feeling and shake that. I don't think Groundhog Day put that idea in our heads. I think that idea existed and existed. that's why they made the yeah. character. Yeah. But let's take a break and then we'll have a final word on uh, life insurance before we dig into critical illness, critical injury insurance, and talk a little bit about that and why that's important because uh, that's one that I don't think a lot of people are thinking about or a lot of people mm -hmm. have in their plan. And if you need a planner or if you want a second opinion, you can call Kelvin at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And don't forget to visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N.ca. That's where you can get a hold of Kelvin, the money guy. Your life, your money continues here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money. The time is 9.37. Thank you for making us part of your Sunday morning. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, give us a call here live on the air, or you can always visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. Kelvin is the money guy. He's one of the top financial advisors in the country. And as you know from listening to him every week here, he's just a great guy and uh, a good guy to have on your side. So if it's uh, you need a planner, you don't have one, or you need a second opinion, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. In a couple of minutes, we're going to dig into that critical illness insurance topic. You know, I think a lot of us have learned over the pandemic over the last year, unfortunately, that we're not really prepared to take an extended period of time off work. There's right. all kinds of expenses that are involved if you're not able to work. And that's one of the things that's, that, you know, unfortunately is a, uh, a real possibility when you are getting older and you might start looking and not even that old and you might start yeah. getting some kind of critical, um, illness. We'll dig into that, but we were talking about life insurance, uh, in the previous few segments and we should, uh, have a final word on that, Kelvin. And I know one of the things that you often say when we talk about life insurance on this show is, you know, you think about who you're insuring. It's for your loved ones. So yeah. it's not life insurance, it's, it's love insurance. Love insurance, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, you're buying it for someone else. Insurance, I mean, you really have to take a, a look at it and see if you need it, you know. One thing I must say is that everyone that has a mortgage should relook really at their mortgage insurance. Call their advisor and buy it through them because... The, getting it through a bank is not the way to go. And what happens is the bank will sell you a five-year insurance because your mortgage is five-year. In five years from now, well, you, you're not going to pay off your house, most likely. You're five years older, so guess what? The insurance is going to cost you more because you're five years older. Right. And what if you develop some type of illness? You're not going to get it. So why not buy a 20-year term insurance and just and for the mortgage and move on? It'll never go up ever in... Uh, in price but it could go down so there's a lot of things you need to think about it's like everything else planning out your money life not just just about the stock markets and retirement it's about what if something happens to me today 
Okay. So it's not to scare people and stuff, but it's just reality. You know, one day we're going to die. And when we die, do we want to leave stuff to our, our kids or spouse, whoever, right? If we have capital gains tax, do the math and say, well, how much capital gains tax liability am I going to have when I die or my wife dies and work backwards? I always say, live your life forward and your money life backwards. So if you know you have a big liability ahead, go buy yourself a joint last insurance policy today and move on and don't worry about it. What's more important than life insurance, I think, is critical illness insurance. And we don't talk about that too much. Critical illness insurance um, covers 27 illnesses. But the biggie in our lifetime is, you know, stroke, cancer, heart attack. Statistics tell us that if you get one of those things, it's not going to kill you, but you're going to be off work for six, seven months. So if you have money in the bank to cover, you know, six to eight months of, of bills, then you don't need to buy it. But if you don't, you really need to have a look at it and see how much it costs. And like everything else is general rules. Cover yourself for one time your income, whatever that may be, um, so that if something does happen to you, you have a year's income, um, you know, money to pay your bills. And the critical illness doesn't uh, tell you where, what to do with your money. It gives you a lump sum payment that's tax-free that you can do whatever you wish. And here's the nice thing about it is that if in 20 years you buy what they call a 20-year pay critical illness, if in 20 years from now you don't get any of those things, okay, you get all your money back. So what did you really lose? Nothing. Maybe you lost the opportunity cost of the premiums that you may pay, but, but what if something happened to you? Then you know what? You'll be glad you bought it, right? Um, before the break, I was telling you, that uh, during the break, I was telling you that a client of mine, this is my first round of calling clients to give them a heads up on their money, where they are, what we see in the future. So he was telling me, his spouse was telling me that, you know, he should, you know, he's going to tell you what happened. So he's 47 or 48, I think, and had cancer. He just went in, he had a mold on his back, he's telling me. And sure enough, it's cancer, right? Melalink, I don't know what it's called, but some type of cancer. Mm -hmm. And about two years ago, I said to him, hey, you got, you know, you, you're doing all this stuff with your money. What if something was to happen to you? Let's buy a critical illness. So we're paying for the critical illness from his RSP. So it cost him about maybe, I think it's like 1500 bucks or $2,000 for the year to buy $100,000 of credit. Well, guess what? He has cancer. He's going to get a check for 100 grand tax-free, right? Um, um so, so I think we need to look at things like that, right? And that's, you know, when you think about it, that's, that's planning ahead. That's planning ahead for a, an eventuality that you don't like. It's an eventuality mm -hmm. that, you know, that you're, you don't want to think about. And I'm sure at the time you probably thought, well, you know, I, I got that $2,000, $1,500 that, you know, I don't want to necessarily spend a year on 
uh, on mm-hmm. this kind of thing. I, I'm missing out on opportunities, but at the same time, now he's got a hundred thousand dollars that he can use. And hey, we don't want to look and at that th- as a windfall for. No, hey, you, you'd rather yeah. not have the cancer. But yeah. the thing is that if you if you've got to take time off or you're stressed out or anything because of this uh, mm-hmm. terrible diagnosis, right. then you get that check and it's tax free. That's right. a that's a pretty good thing to be looking at, sure. and it's going to help you get through that situation. So say say you're fifty years old, okay, and it costs you three thousand um, dollars a year. What if you took the three thousand dollars a year out of your RSP or your profits from the TFSA, and you paid for the critical illness? And in twenty years from now, so five, so you're seventy years old. If you don't get the critical illness. Okay, you don't want to get it, by the way, right? But if you if you if you don't get it, you take that money and you put it into your RSP. So now what did what really happened? Well, you it didn't cost you anything because you got all your money back. What if you got the cancer? You're gonna get a hundred grand. So what did you really what happened? You gained or you, you saved you know, some you money and you <laughs> Yeah. And one of the exactly. things with the critical, well, one of the main features of the critical illness, um, there's a bunch of features and maybe after the break, we'll talk about some of the features of critical illness. We'll dig into that on the other side of the break here on Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. Don't forget to visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. And you can call him anytime, 416 457 7526. That's 416 457 plan. Whether you're planning for your mutual funds and your stocks and everything, but also whether you're looking into some of these insurance products that we're talking about here today. 416 457 7526. 416 457 plan. Stay tuned to Global News Radio 640 Toronto. More of your life, your money with Kelvin the Money Guy coming up. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And the time is 9.49 here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we've been talking about life insurance. We've been talking about critical illness insurance here with Kelvin, the money guy. Don't forget, you can always visit his website, askkelvin.ca. It's worth a visit, askkelvin.ca. Don't ask Google, ask Kelvin, ask (laughs) K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. And you can call him anytime, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And we've been talking about how, you know, that your financial advisor isn't just there for the stocks or maybe yours is, but uh, Kelvin it takes a more holistic approach and he wants to help you with all of the financial planning tools that you have around you, all the pillars of financial planning, one of which, of course, is life insurance. The other, of course, is critical illness insurance, and that's mm-hmm. what we've been talking about. And uh, you know, it's one that I don't think a lot of people necessarily think about, but uh, no. I think that uh, before the break, we were talking about some of the features of critical illness insurance. Yeah, I, in my opinion, Chris, and, and it's critical illness is more important than uh, buying life insurance because, um, you know, they say one in four or one in three um, have cancer. All of us know somebody that has cancer, but it didn't mm-hmm. kill them. It 
get them off work and change their thinking. One of the best features with uh, one of the features with um, critical illness is you get what they call best doctors. So if you had some type of cancer that was really weird, that wasn't common, you can shop around the world and get the best doctor to fix that problem for you wow. or help you with the diagnosis or whatever. You know, that's a really great feature of something like that. And that's um, a big one because something I think less, a lot of us, you know, yeah. we take for granted the the Canadian healthcare system. We're just going to get the doctor that we get. Luckily in Toronto, we've got some of the best doctors in mm -hmm. the world. But you might want to shop around and think, well, if mm -hmm. I could go to the States and get the best doctor, the number one right. or something like that, how would I fund that? How could I spend that? I don't have the money to buy exactly. healthcare somewhere else. Well, critical yeah. illness insurance would help you pay for that. And, and sometimes people don't want the the, the um, traditional treatment for cancer and stuff. Maybe they want something more holistic or natural, and the money allows you to do it. So those are the kind of things you need to look at rather than, you know, it's costing me so much money. Everything costs money. But what am I willing to pay and how much am I going to pay for? What do I want to do? So we should all look into critical illness. I think everybody that's listening should make a call to their advisor or give me a call and figure out what it costs to do it. You know, interestingly enough, Men, when when men buy life insurance, the premiums are usually higher than women. For critical illness, men's premiums are much lower. It's really weird, and I think yeah, it's, I think it's because uh, you know women have a longer lifespan than than guys. You know, so they get a break on on the premiums with the life insurance. Uh, That's probably the so only critical. insurance product that works that way. You think about driver's insurance. Everyone knows from when they first got their driver's yeah. license yeah. that they're they're paying more for insurance uh, when a guy when they're a guy than their sister was. Yeah. So that's one of the things with with um, for critical illness. And the nice thing is you get all your money back. That's what people need to to sit and listen and, and look at it and say, you know what. I'm going to get all my money back if I take all the money and put it back. I'm not a big fan of RSPs, as you know, but put it into an RSP. You get a nice tax break. And now it didn't cost you anything. If you get the critical illness during your, your working lifetime, you're going to get one time your income. So it's so important to, uh, to, do, to look at things like that, you know, and uh, it gives you a peace of mind is what critical illness does. That if, that if something happens to me, nothing will change in my life. Maybe my health will, will change, of course, but financially, nothing will change. So it's one less worry, right? And stress is a huge factor in being able to recover from some kind of critical mm -hmm. illness. And that, you know, you always hear about uh, you know, doctors and stuff explaining what stress does to the body and what stress yeah. does to your yeah. mind and what stress does to your ability sure. to fight things. And you think if you don't have, if you've got that peace of mind, then you can focus on getting better and getting back yeah. to your family and getting back to work. And the critical illness, some people say, oh, Calvin, I got that true work. Well, you don't. You don't have the critical illness true work. You might have a disability insurance, but you don't have critical illness. It's not part of any group plan. So it's very, very important. I think, in my personal opinion, I think in the next five years or so, they're probably going to cancel these critical illness things. They started to do it in the States because what's happening is it's such a big liability for the insurance company because like I say, one in three or four gets cancer. So let's say you pay your premiums for four years. You know, that's the, if it's $2,000, you paid eight grand. Now the, the insurance company has to cut you a check for a hundred grand. So it's a big, big liability. And it's very difficult. 
it's not difficult. It's hard. It's harder to qualify for critical illness insurance and life insurance because they look at your family history and things like that. So go through the motions and apply for the critical illness. And if you get it, you you know, pay for it. If you don't get it, then it's okay. Now you, at least you know you tried to to get it. Um, if you go through all the um, the checkups and all the things that they have to do to qualify for it, if you decide you don't want it, that's okay too. It didn't cost you anything. At least you know what it costs you. At least you know what the benefits are. There's This is one thing where there's no disadvantage. I think this is the only product. Financial advisors is like a fulfillment center. We have all kinds of stuff <laughs> that, you, that you, can, you can buy, right? So this is the only thing I see that there's no downside. There's zero downside to this. There's zero risk to this. Because, you know, think about, we're talking about car insurance. What if the car insurance company said, you know, Chris, 20 years, man, you've been driving, you didn't have any accidents. Here's all your money back. I would be getting all my money back next year <laughs> if that were true. That would be great. I'd love that. Yeah. How do I yeah. sign up for that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. So this is the only thing that I see that has no... There is no that I look at it left, right, and center to see what is the downside because that was a downside to everything, right? So we mm. try and figure out what the downside is, and you know, and go from there. But there is none. And so there's premiums and, and stuff you have to pay. You just have to figure out how to yeah, fund that. That's yeah. I mean, a typical, a typical forty-year-old guy, girl, whatever, it's going to run you about two thousand bucks, right? Yeah. So. If you have lots of money in your RSPs, take out the $2,000 and pay for it. You're going to get the money back in 20 years. So when you're 60, you're going to get all your money back. Go and replace back the RSP that you put in. And, you, and you're good to go. So, you know, I would say call your advisor and do a quote on your, on your, on your health and your age and see what it costs. If you have mortgage insurance, Please call your advisor or give me a call and see what it costs to do it. Because if you're buying mortgage insurance from the bank, you're doing the wrong thing. And you know, if you've got an advisor and you want a second opinion, maybe you've got an advisor and you think maybe uh, you like what Kelvin's talking about here, you like his approach, you can give him a call. If you don't have an advisor, more importantly, give mm -hmm. Kelvin a call because that's a situation where you're going to need that. Both of these critical endless and life insurance, you know what it gives you? gives you a peace of mind that you never have to worry about any illnesses or death that may occur in the future. So that's what I would, I would say, you know, a peace of mind. And thank you, Kelvin, for giving us some peace of mind and giving us some knowledge on this Sunday morning. I really appreciate it. You, you made it a little less gloomy, giving us some understanding, because I think when you don't understand something, you're going to be more and more concerned about it. Exactly. If you want to know more about all these things, you can call Kelvin anytime, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN and askkelvin.ca. That's ask. K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. Kelvin, thanks again for another great show. This has been Your Life, Your Money here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Stay tuned. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.